Hey guys, in today's episode, I want to talk to you about a real estate nightmare that I heard about recently. And this particular instance is something that's kind of close to home for me. I know the folks that were involved. And one of the reasons I wanted to talk about it is I think that it might help uh, some other folks down the road possibly avoid a tough situation like the ones that um, my friends are in. And so um, I'm just going to give you guys kind of the facts, and then I want to give you my personal takeaways from this from this situation. So this young couple that I know, they recently bought a house, and they were really excited about getting this this house. You know, I remember hearing about it weeks up to the point that they closed, about how um, excited they were to get into it and how great the community around it was going to be. And um, just, you know, they were super excited because where the market is right now, it's kind of tough to find a place and they found one. And so um, it was just a really, just overall exciting experience. If you haven't bought your first home yet, I can tell you um, it's very exciting. And if you have, then you know what I'm talking about. So that's kind of where they were. And anyway, they recently closed on their home within the last uh, few weeks or so. And once they got into the house and got moved in, one of the first things they noticed, and it's because of the time of the year it is, um, is that their heat is, something's wrong with their heat. There was something wrong with their heat. And they realized after about a week that it was going to cost them about 200 bucks a week in heat uh, to get to get their house uh, somewhat heated, and it still wasn't even heating right. So they called uh, an HVAC professional, and they came out and said, um, yeah, it looks like the unit you've got on your house is, number one, not even made for this size of a house. It's way too small. But also, it's not installed correctly. So you've just got a, a major problem here. This is about a $10,000 fix, is what he said. And so they did their... You know, they did their due diligence to kind of confirm that. And ultimately they confirmed like, yeah, that's, it's really is, this is the situation. And they were floored because they were under the impression that the unit was brand new, um, which come to find out it was not brand new. It had been installed somewhere previous to that many years ago. Um, but also they were just under the impression that it was going to work. Like they weren't going to have any problem with their heat and they definitely weren't going to be paying 200 bucks a week to to heat their, um, you know, their house. It's not a huge house. Um, you know, it's like, I think it's anywhere from 12 to 1500 square feet. It's not a huge house, but it's a, it's a decent size house. Um, but it shouldn't be costing 200 bucks a week to heat this house. And so once they figure out all this out, um, they call their realtor and the, this is where it kind of gets a little bit sad to me, um, because, it's just a shame that they, they went through this and they were really trusting in the process. And I hate that this happens in all different sorts of transactions, but it really sucks to see it happen in something that's such a, you know, for most people, a house is like the biggest financial transaction they're ever going to make. And to see them go through this um, with their home purchase is just really sad. But anyway, so they called their realtor who was somebody they had met at their church. And more importantly, the person... Uh, the, this person is the actual preacher's wife of the church that they attend. And so you could see, I could see immediately where, you know, they really thought that they could, you know, trust this whole process. They felt like they were in good hands. And so anyway, they call this, they call this, their realtor up and they say, Hey, like, this is what's going on. Like, are we found out that this, uh, this AC unit that we thought was like brand new and was, you know, was going to be fine 
is not fine. And it's costing us a lot of money to heat our house. And long story short, the realtor did like a few things that were really just art. I hate, I, I want to use the word disgusting, but just really not appropriate. And generally the tone was that she just kind of didn't want to deal with it. Right. And you know, the, the whole nice realtor thing is gone now because they're no longer a potential buyer. They're already a close home. But, uh, more than that, her recommendation to them was to get a, um, get a home warranty on the home, wait a few weeks and get a home warranty on the home and then file that HVAC unit on the home warranty, right? Which not only is that fraud, but that wouldn't work, right? Because it's not a broke down unit. It's just a unit that is not proper for the home. So anyway, just, uh, keep that in mind. Um, but anyway, it's, it's, uh, beyond that, beyond that, uh, the last thing that she told my friends was you guys, uh, signed the paperwork. Like there's really not a lot of recourse you have here because you've already signed on this and there's not really the seller is under no obligation to really get anything done for you. And the way that they felt was like the whole temperature of the situation had changed. Like, you know, before she's sweet realtor, you know, helping them out. And then all of a sudden once they're closed and in this crappy situation, she's just like, doesn't really want to deal with it. And is like, you guys, you had to figure it out like on your own sort of thing. It's kind of the, it's kind of the vibe that they're getting. And so, you know, now they're sitting here as a young couple, um, not really knowing what to do. Oh, and by the way, I forgot to mention, like, um, if you don't know, it's dead of winter right now. A few weeks ago, we had um, single-digit weather. I think at one point it was below zero. And they've got a small, they've got a small child. You know, they've got a toddler at home that they that lives with them. And so it's a it's like a very stressful situation. And they're trying to figure out, well. What do we do? And they just kind of feel really like they've been shammed, like they've been duped by, and what makes it even worse is like, this is somebody they really thought that they could trust. Um, and you can see why that, that they would think that being that this is somebody, a church member, this is somebody that's a, not just a church member, but a prominent member in the church, the preacher's wife. So the takeaways from this are, are this for me anyway, number one, don't assume just because somebody is in some position or they have some image about them that they're supposed to be a person with integrity and do things the right way and be honest that they actually will. Don't, don't believe that. You know, I've had that experience so many times in my life. There's, there's a lot of fake out there. There's a lot of people out there that they masquerade as decent people, honest people, and they are nothing but the opposite. Um, the other thing is, and this is something I've learned just being in, you know, being in accounting for, for a long time is no matter how much, you know, even if you really do trust people and even if you, they have a lot of reason to believe that, you know, let's say they had vetted this realtor and they had, which I strongly recommend you do, you know, you, you need to vet people, um, in these particular lines of business, it's hard to, it's hard to survive for a long time in sales, if you've been, have a track record of doing people wrong, which if you've done one person wrong, you've probably done a lot of people wrong is my opinion. But anyway, um, 
even if you even if this person wasn't like that and you could really trust them and you knew they had your back and they're trying to buy this home for you help you get this home closed so uh the same way that they want to be done for themselves they're treating you just the way they'd want to be treated you still have a responsibility to do due diligence yourself you still have a responsibility to do adequate checks to make sure everything's on the up and up particularly the larger the transaction the more checks you should be doing um and so in this particular instance, one of the things I left out was uh, the realtor did something that's really, uh, in my understanding, now I was a licensed realtor for three and a half years. I wasn't what you would call a practicing realtor. It was more just for, uh, to look at real, uh, real estate investment properties and to help family out to, to close, uh, you know, deals and that sort of thing. But everything I ever heard um, with people that are out here working with, um, you know, potential customers and stuff like that is that when you get ready to do uh, recommend an inspector for a home, which is where this um, really should have could have been caught and, and taken care of uh, before the home closed, it, uh, one of the things she did was she said, no, we're going to use this specific inspector instead of giving her client the uh, options of multiple inspectors. She can make a recommendation, but she should have given them, um, given her clients a, you know, an option, an array of inspectors. And what we found out later was that the somebody told her within the transaction like hey i don't i'm not sure you should use that particular inspector because they're not they're not uh, they don't have a track record of being that great and the realtor said no we're going to use them anyway and so this whole transaction is just in my in my mind and from everything that i know um which is not a whole lot but (laughs) everything i've ever heard and everything i know is just all messed up it's all this is all wrong and so anyway they're facing this situation now and they're trying to figure out what they need to do and it's a really sad and a rough situation because you got folks that thought they were getting something uh that they weren't worse than that they thought they were working with people that they could trust that they couldn't and now they're gonna have to deal with this issue right when they you know they're gonna have this stain on this on this on this experience for them from now on um you know this bad taste in their mouth, if you will, uh, with interactions with, you know, um, with realtors, but, but also just with uh, the home buying process, which is really sad. It doesn't have to be like that. And, um, it's really sad. And you know, what, what's, what's, uh, really what's worse about it. If you're a realtor out there and you hear about this sort of thing, you've got to be like really mad because I know in my time as a licensed realtor, the, you know, the times I would go to meetings and listen to people that had been doing it for 10, 20 years, they would say stuff like, you know, there's a lot of bad apples out there that have given us a, a bad image and we've got to do good to try to, you know, try to offset those. And then you got that coupled with, you know, I remember when I first got my license and I was telling, um, I was telling people close to me like, Hey, you know, if you need some help with a, with a real estate transaction or something, let me know. I, um, you know, I, I got my license now. And the people that were really close to me, they were like, Hey man, I just want to tell you something about realtors. I don't trust them. Um, and I really don't like them. I had another, I had a, a, one of my neighbors who I'm pretty close with when I told him I got my license. He said, you know, uh, he told me a long story about, he told me a long story about uh, a transaction he'd had with one where he was chasing one around for some, 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 uh, money that the guy had, had heard him on. And so there's all these stories. I had somebody tell me one time, you know how I can tell when a, when a realtor is lying. And I said, how? And they said, when their lips are moving. And so these types of interactions like this are what caused that to be the case. And it does, it shouldn't have to be like this. It shouldn't, you know, 
And particularly, it's really sad because this is like, again, going back, it's one of the biggest financial tra transactions most people, like I would be willing to bet 90 plus percent of people are ever going to uh, be a part of. And to, you know, for it to be like this, it's just, it's just a shame. So anyway, I wanted to share this uh, experience with you guys. Um, I don't know if I'll make another episode to kind of update and talk about what, how this, how this, uh, you know, how this ended or worked out. Um, I might, but I'm just hoping and praying for the best for them. And, uh, just wanted to share this with you guys to, to let you know, like do your checks. Don't assume that because a person speaks nicely to you or they're a certain member, a certain status in society that they're have a certain level of integrity. That's just absolutely not the case. Um, and so, uh, Yep, I hope this was helpful for you guys. I look forward to getting your comments and feedback. Um, if you have any uh, experiences, you know, that you want to share or talk about, if you have any comments or thoughts on this particular episode and this incident, uh, this uh, event, please let me know. I look forward to hearing you guys. And uh, until next time, I'll catch you guys later.